I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Pollywag. I've long had an affinity for frogs and toads, because ever since I was born, my mother's nickname for me has been Toad. In fact, even longer than that, but I believe she started calling me a toad before I was born, out of the understandable frustration she felt at having a small human growing inside her. I was therefore very excited to get a frog Pokemon on my team. Back in my Caterpie episode, I said caterpillars, cocoons and butterflies were the perfect way to introduce the evolution concept to new Pokemon fans. If there were another real-world animal with a similarly appropriate metamorphosis, it would be tadpoles developing into frogs. Unfortunately, Poliwag doesn't appear until quite late in any given game. Even worse, it didn't even fully evolve into a frog until the second generation of games. Pollywag is a cute little tadpole with tiny legs and a big tail. The name comes from Pollywog, an old-timey way of saying tadpole, which might be familiar to viewers of Stranger Things. On its belly there's a distinctive spiral. It's an all-time classic Pokemon factoid to explain that this spiral is actually Pollywag's intestines showing through its skin. This is mentioned in several Pokedex entries as the series goes on, and is a reference to real-world species of tadpole and frog which exhibit the same weird phenomenon. Poliwag actually holds the honour of being the favourite Pokemon of series creator Satoshi Tajiri. Perhaps this is the reason for the disproportionate prominence of Poliwag, Poliwag's first evolved form. Poliwag loses the tail and grows a big pair of arms. This form, essentially a head with limbs, is reminiscent of latter-day Pac-Man, or the Mamamon characters from Digimon. Interestingly, Poliwag was originally drawn with proper digits on each hand, but this is now reserved for Poliwrath, while Whirl only has cute little mittens. In the Pokemon Adventures manga, the first and possibly best multimedia adaptation of the video games, the original protagonist Red had a Poliwag as his signature Pokemon. The classic simple design, capable of being both cute and tough, certainly had the potential to be the series mascot. For a long time, Poliwag stood next to Pikachu and Charmander on the sign at the original Pokemon Center merchandise store in Tokyo. Clearly it pays off when the boss is a fan. Just goes to show, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Since the advent of 3D Pokemon games, Poliwag has developed a different kind of infamy. Its animations, particularly when idle, often resemble amusing little dances. Put the word Poliwag into the YouTube search engine, and you're guaranteed some laughs. As my good friend Jay once said, when a YouTube video is named a single word in the suffix .mp4, you're normally in for a treat. Tadpoles are all well and good, but we want the real deal. The business. The governor. Give this dog some frog. Give me a load of the toad. Give that Poliwhirl a waterstone and let's see Polly Wrath. It took me a long time to learn to love Poliwrath. Like Mankey and Primeape, Poliwrath really does look like Poliwhirl in a bad mood. It's a little broader, and in modern canon its limbs are more fully developed, but it isn't the cool frog I hoped for as a kid. That said, Poliwrath does have an amusing design, 
looking like a Looney Tunes caricature of a tough bouncer. It has an almost unique typing, being a water-slash-fighting type Pokémon. This meant I came up against quite a number of Poliwrath while playing through Pokémon Let's Go Pikachu recently. In the Karate Dojo, or the fight with Kurt at the Elite Four, Poliwrath does a lot to keep the fighting type interesting among the original 151, and it should be commended. That said, after years of teasing, Game Freak finally gave us the goods with Pokémon Gold and Silver. Keep that Waterstone in your bag, hand Poliwhirl a King's Rock, and, one trade later, you've got Politoed. Here's the Toad I've been waiting for. It's green, it has that big chubby grin, weird bulbous fingers, and the loud croak of a Budweiser commercial. Politoed is like the amphibious messiah, a Muad'Dib of Poliwhirl born to rule. There's a certain real-world sadness to Politoed's lonely existence. Some species of frogs can lay up to 1,500 eggs at a time. Naturally, these don't all grow up to be frogs. In fact, the vast majority do not. Tadpoles are small and helpless, easy fodder for predators. The reason so many eggs need to be laid is that only the very lucky few will grow up to be frogs. Perhaps this is why so many Poliwhirls evolved into Polyrath, before we had the option to see even a single Polytoad. Despite this, or perhaps because of it, frogs are considered symbols of good fortune in Japan. When their croaks and calls fill the air on a summer's night, that's a sign that the fields are the perfect dampness for a good rice crop, and all the harmful bugs are being eaten. Game Freak may have kept us waiting for our first proper frog or toad, but as the series goes on we'll see more, even eventually getting a ninja-inspired starter monster. For now though, Let's appreciate the cute and the tough of the tadpole world, and not rush anyone to grow up before their time. I hope you've enjoyed this show, the first Luke Loves Pokemon of 2019. I started recording this podcast just because I wanted to do something with all the Pokemon thoughts and knowledge taking up space in my brain. The fact that people are actually listening is just a wonderful bonus. All the same, I'd like to expand that community this year and spread even more love and positivity for our favourite pocket monsters. To that end, please do give us a rating and review on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. More excitingly, if you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Abra or Machop, please do get in touch. We're on Twitter and Facebook, at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email this show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. Also, this year I'll be taking part in the inaugural season of the United Podcasters Pokemon League, a draft league tournament with a roster of Pokemon podcasting personalities, some of whom you may have heard on our Christmas special last week. Keep an eye on the Twitter feed and I'll share when I get involved over there. In the meantime, I love Poliwag. And remember, I love you too. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie, and artwork for the show is by Katie Groves.